Welcome to another episode of the Stories and Philosophies podcast. Today, I want to talk about matriarchs. So the story is going to be around matriarchs and the philosophy is a lesson that I have learned from interacting with the matriarchs in my life. So my first memory of a matriarch was the first time my family went to go visit my mother's mother when I was old enough to spend the night. And I remember that she was an illustrious, industrious woman. She put in so much work and still somehow was gracious enough to hold and nurture. I love that memory because as a little kid you don't know who is safe exactly and I think the process of growing up is trying to figure out who is safe and for me it was such a moment of clarity that this woman who did so much and was so respected by a lot of people would pull me in hold me close tell me stories read to me sing to me and had a special nickname for me i often think of my father's mother in contrast of that who i had somewhat a relationship with but she was in her 90s when i was an early teenager and i think there was such a language barrier and a cultural barrier to deepening the kind of relationship that I would have wanted with her, but that did not make her any less loving to me. She was there and she was available. I just did not have the depth of relationship because I didn't really know what that meant and I don't think she she knew what that meant for me to be growing up um, 80 or something years before uh, after she had grown up in most recent times though in 2017 as I was pondering these two relationships with these two women who have anchored both sides of my family I realized that although I had lost both of them I still had one living matriarch and my family and I spent some time thinking through how I would travel and be in relationship with this only living matriarch in my home and I knew that we had a pretty significant language barrier because not only did she not speak English she also didn't speak the language that I was most familiar with speaking which is Ibibio she spoke Igbo and a little bit of Anan and those are languages that I understand but I don't really speak so in 2017 I went back home to Nigeria and I spent some time with my auntie love as we call her she was the only the oldest living matriarch of my family on my father's side and she had grown up in Igbo land but she also grew up in Anang land which is the land of my father and so she is a beautiful blend of these two tribes and she had been a little bit sick 
and her body was becoming frail. And so I pondered what would be the best way to build this relationship with this person that I loved and wanted to get to know and didn't want to have a vicarious relationship with. I wanted to have my own relationship. And I discovered through my matriarch that there are so many languages in the world. There is the language of the body. There's the language of song. There's the language of presence. And those are things that go beyond just talking and and those things break through language barriers and so when I spent some time with this matriarch I told her in my very broken anang that I wanted to take pictures of her and so it's a beautiful Sunday she looked amazing and I took my camera and just played with a photo shoot with her and after that I spent some time that next week giving her massages and just singing with her for like two weeks every night we would get together with the rest of my family and just sing and she would sing songs in Igbo and because songs are easier to learn than languages I would sing those songs in Igbo with her we'd play with her hair she would give me hugs I would massage her and that that kind of became a rhythm she would check in to make sure I ate I would check in to make sure she was doing well and even though our languages didn't really coincide smoothly and perfectly and even though there was so much that I wish I had shared with her and learned from her I'm so grateful that she taught me that to be present you don't need the language to communicate and as I think of that philosophy I am so grateful for her life. She passed away recently and I'm so grateful that I got that time with her rather than spending some more time wishing I had learned the language before going to spend some time with her. I'm grateful that I got to communicate with her non-verbally and even though there was a pretty sizable language barrier between us. And the philosophy for me in that moment when I found out that she had passed away and I've been reflecting on our own unique relationship, one that we created, is that I'm inspired to connect with the other languages in the world, apart from intellectual languages. I am inspired to connect with the language of nature. I'm inspired to connect with the language of voice. I'm inspired to connect with all the ways that things and people are speaking to us that are not necessarily through speech or through the cognitive ability to communicate.